Welcome to the podcast Kenya. We are your hosts, Andy Davies, Clear Earnshaw and Leon Weche. We are here to discuss all things training, nutrition, health and mindset. We aim to share knowledge through our own experiences and by interviewing local and international experts in their field. Our goal is to provide education and empowerment. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 12 of the podcast. And last week we talked all about a back about training your back. And we were going to do back and legs, but somehow we had 60 minutes of uh, back content within us. So we're doing a separate episode today all about how to train your legs effectively. Um, So that's, yeah, I think we can jump right into it since I think we'll probably have even more to say with legs. Yeah, we'll see. Although I don't know, back back was juicy, back was juicy. Um, Yeah, just more parts to the back. Yeah. Bigger, bigger, bigger individual muscles, I think. Well, we've got... Calves, we've got adductors. Yeah, yeah, I suppose adductors. Glutes, all three of them. Glutes, glutes. Hammies, all three of them. So a lot of people never really train. (laughs) Yeah, so at least at least back guys even um guys train it even if it's badly, there's you know, there's some sort of back training, even if you're missing angles, you're trying, but legs it's like one of those some people just throw it in just as a by the way, so (laughs) <laughs> really, I would say. Well, I guess women train. Yeah, yeah. Lower yeah. body more. Then, yeah. Uh, maybe than some and guys who are yeah, just true. sort of every day is chest day. But and then one day is you know, <laughs> yeah, twenty minutes of half ass legs. So we'll see. <laughs> so I guess we'll we'll follow a similar ish format to the last one. We'll yeah. talk through anatomy a little bit, exercise selection, and then how to go about setting up your training split if that's you know full full body push pull legs or an upper lower split um you know depending and and again yeah depending like which part you want to grow will take you through all of that leon has brought up his uh anatomy thing up again any reason to open the app (laughs) yeah their legs are amazing and again like when you're super super lean not that i've ever been that but you know you when you can see like all the quad muscles that's that's pretty cool yeah, um, sure. yeah it's one of when the quad looks shrink wrapped it's pretty, pretty yeah, cool. like wow it's that nice teardrop oh juicy quads yeah so i guess anatomy there is <laughs> there are a lot going on in your legs yeah. um you mean yeah. you've got your your calf muscles and i mean you've got your psoas as well yeah you've got your psoas and the gastronemius um and i find like calves they look so different on different people like mine are really long don't have like a nice juicy like heart-shaped calf it's just quite long Mm. um in leon's yours are really high very it's uh bad ones for competitive (laughs) bodybuilding i got long ones but I actually prefer slightly somewhere in the middle for calves. Yeah, where they just because if they're too out. high, we, we, we look nice. But you know, it's, it's all at the top. Yeah. If they're too long, we look very elongated, very square. Yeah. In the middle, where it starts going out of the middles, 
uh, yeah where well, you can you can see them from front and back that, that's yeah. good that's nice yeah no, nice nice calves like i think because a lot of women wear high heels they have really nice calves yeah generally women have better calves than men <laughs> the men with the best calves the guys are overweight for some reason yeah, just yeah, walking actually. around with extra weight all day yeah and then you just have that really nice little i call it it's like a, it's like white people genetics also it's yeah, yeah. Well, yeah well, great cars. yeah, yeah. Oh, bad luck. i know it's very you try so hard <laughs> i don't yeah, train my calves they're actually they're all right yeah i have a client who's the same he's just he just golfs bikes biking is good yeah but he's never like done any gone out of his way to train his calves never and that's ever. what's annoying because <laughs> yeah, you spend all time. Like, my calves are big but they go further back mm-hmm. yeah why don't go out to the sides you just keep getting deeper and deeper yeah now he's uh you know, the like full-on bodybuilder style he's like yeah, yeah just so- hockey biking you know and the first thing i remember first session we started with maybe uh, you know mm. and i was like dude you you have such nice calves and he's like yeah <laughs> like, i, I okay. kind of get that but I, I don't know what the in my head i'm I knew thinking a guy, oh, yeah my mate's dad <laughs> who I played rugby with, John Ricketts, he, and he was a great rugby player mm. as well, he had calves almost the size of most people's quads. <laughs> they were ridiculous. It's, yeah, it's, like, but he used to get, when we crammed up there, it was like, you yeah. That they is painful. Yeah. Calf cramp, I had that once during swimming training. Yeah. It was the worst. Yeah, I guess I, I usually say it's just one of the muscles, even, even more than quads, even back, I think, where... It takes a long time for you to figure out what really works for your calves because it's like are you high volume are you you know heavier weight it's and i've tried all of them but <laughs> i've reached that point i'm like uh, i'll just do everything so whichever works works but i find when it comes to legs it's one of those muscles that take long for you to figure out what yeah. works mm. But like you know, it's it's everyone's different. I think that's generally yeah, that's the case with the legs. It's you know, whatever you're growing in your legs, yeah, you got to try and change up your. If you're not getting mm-hmm. growth, change it up. Mm-hmm. You know, I prefer I get the most now out doing more volume on my legs. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit more volume. You know, uh, less exercises, more volume. Mm-hmm. On those exercises. Only because, you know, I feel it more and then I feel we grow better from that. Yeah. And maybe it's just because, you know, growing up, you know, when the first marathon at 17, so my legs are used to, you know, been sporty. I think they're used to a lot of endurance. Mm. So therefore, you know, basically, you know, when I try to do shorter volume, less, slightly less volume, they don't seem to, mm, yeah. to you know, retire quickly, yeah. like, you know, high, high weight, less volume, but they don't seem to grow any, yeah. you know, they don't seem to grow at the same rate, it's doing a little bit more volume. Yeah, yeah. I mm. notice, for me, it's, it's the soleus, I just, it, it, I don't know, mm. I feel most perfect, whether it, unless the seated one sometimes, but I find like my, my soleus just takes all the, yeah. the weight, even if I change angles and, I don't know, maybe that's why they just don't grow as big as I'd like, but yeah, it's it's one thing I know my, mm. my solely stakes. Well, the thing is, my calves are way bigger than my arms, which is... <laughs> that's good. <laughs> yeah, it's like ridiculous. Oh. <laughs> but we don't look at it, like, it's just because they're so deep. It's like, you know, it's, 
putting on trousers and pain. They're like mm. very wide back. They just mm. keep going back. And it is annoying because I'm like, well, can we just sort of push you out to the side a little bit? Yeah, and just like <laughs> down so it goes a bit more like big heart shape. But yeah, yeah. Mm. Let's uh, start walking around in high heels. Oh well, yeah, well, go for it, Andy. <laughs> well, so that's it. The thing is, there must be something to that because you know, yeah, a lot of women, you, you know, you see women in high heels. Their calves are like, pow, and you're like. Is yeah, that... years of walking in high heels is very much a lot of reps. Yeah, it's like a yeah. it's like a continuous yeah. ISO hold in no exactly. position. <laughs> maybe that's it, that's a secret. Just yeah. yeah. Nice whole calves. <laughs> and most women don't want big calves, so I think that's quite ironic. Yeah. You know, anyway. Oh, anyway. So then you've I mean I guess not many people train the tibialis anterior. That's the sort of front muscle on your shin. Quite green. When I was growing up, you know, uh, younger, I think growing up, but younger, Kai Green, I watched a training video of Kai Green, and he was training it. Mm-hmm. So I used to train it as well. Mm-hmm. And it's not one you necessarily need to train. Yeah. You know, mine's quite quite good, and I think mine was always good for playing sport and stuff, but because it's all to do with, you know, helping my ankle function. Mm-hmm. But, um, I did see Kai Green training it, and he was like, well, it's a muscle, I'll train it. Um, so I do, but most people don't. Yeah. And I don't think you, most people, if you're, you know, unless you're bodybuilding, I don't think anyone really cares. No, no, and I don't think, so. <laughs> no, yeah, no. And, unless, or unless you're doing it for some kind of rehab or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah, no, I'm just thinking, because yeah, even, no. even fighters who kick a lot, you, you don't really see them train it, so. Well, I mean, yeah. it's, it's quite, it's, it's quite. thing to bruise as a fighter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, then going up into your quads. You got four of them, um, and I think it's the biceps for Morris. It crosses the hip and the knee joint. Um, so you know, there's and we'll get into it. You know, like f- for a lot of the muscles, you know, you want to train them in their lengthened and shortened positions. Um, and then hamstrings, you got three of them. Going into glutes again, three main ones. You've got glute max, glute medium. Glute medius and glute minimus, um, and then your adductors. They've got some cool names, um, yeah. and I think it, it, we can probably dwell on those a bit because I think a lot of people don't train them, um, no. and they're really important. I mean, let alone for aesthetics, but just for you know, just overall sort of balance in your legs. Um, you know, having strong adductors, I think, is really important. Um, yeah, I guess those are the main ones. Have I missed any? No. Main ones yeah, are. Um, yeah, there's loads of little ones. I mean, you've got mm. sort of things oh, gosh. people <laughs> just don't think of. Like, there's loads of them, you know. Mm-hmm. Rassilis, Sartorus, Psoas, Iliacus. Yeah, and I mean, there's, there's, I mean, you've got your, not that you're training it, but that's quite important is like, um, like your ITB, your ITB oh, yeah. band, iliotibial band, and the TFL. TFL which is really important because that's where runners often run into a lot of issues or, or, or a lot of people do when, you know, glutes are on a strong oh, yeah. as they need to be. Then, you know, you get the TFL getting tight, pulling on that ITB band, and then you get all sorts of issues. Um, yeah, so there's lots of fascia and everything. Um, I mean, that's that truly is another topic. And we have talked about fascia with Olivia. I think that was like... Yeah. A long time ago, but 
Oh, you know, worth, one, worth going, yeah, worth or two, worth mm. going back to listen because Fasha is incredible. Um, but we're not talking about Fasha. Yeah. Um, shall we? Shall we talk about splits first, and then and then exercise selection? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I'm not someone who <clears throat> goes, you know, to as some people want to get down to and split out their hamstrings and quads, and I actually tend to do all legs in the day mm-hmm. and then twice a week and I would do it general you know because I do sort of push pull lower um with that lower though I will uh choose one to you know um prioritize say quads and the second one to prioritize hamstrings and glutes and adductors. Yeah, so it's normally quads and adductors, hamstrings and glutes as a priority, and both have calves. Yeah. And they are my longer sessions because you know there's a lot more muscles. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot to go through in a leg day. I, I mean yeah. I, I would agree with you there. Like I don't do like quad day or hamstring day. And it will depend yeah on your on your split. But yeah if you're doing it twice a week I think that's a good way to do that. Um, and again, if you remember from last week, like whatever you're wanting to prioritize, just start with that. Um, and like I'm doing a full body split. So on two of the days, I'll start with lower body um, and do sort of lower rep ranges. And then on one day, you know, I'll end with lower body and do slightly higher rep ranges. And then um like one of the days it will be more of a quad focus and the other day will be more glutes and hamstring focus um and then yeah if you if it's i guess if you yeah, if you've got push pull legs you'll get just well and again it depends how you do that because if you're doing you could be doing deadlifts on pull day you'll be getting in some extra volume there and that's the thing mm. it's also you know look at your whole weeks but if you've got like you know rdls or deadlifting yeah. in a pool day you shouldn't then be going straight into a, you know, leg, hamstring, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. off a full leg with hamstring elements and hip hinge elements because when you just go doubling up. Yeah. That's why all my hip hinging I keep for leg day generally. There is, obviously, I do like, I like to do a bent over barbell row. I do, that's why I probably prefer the chest support T-bar row because then I'm not having to lock out you know, the hips the same way as if you're doing a barbell you know barbell work so i think that's important when you're looking at your week if you are someone who loves doing your deadlifts and you want to keep them in you know make sure there's a rest day or there's, you know there's enough rest between maybe start do start with your lower and then finish you know maybe finish with your your pool and have a one or two rest days in between the next. Yeah, I I use uh, which I learned from JP, and it's before and after legs always have a rest like that. Yeah. And I find that works for me because I pull, I do hamstring or uh, let's just say deadlifts like hinging on pool days, and. You know the rows and pull downs all on the same day, so it can be it can be taxing. So after that, I also try rest, 
So after pool day, I'll rest, but also before and after leg day is a rest for me, where on leg days, I don't do any hinging movements or any just erect uh, intensive movements. And it's, it, it depends, because that's, that's when I'm doing like a pull push legs, but when I'm doing upper lower, I will I will keep my deadlifts on uh, on leg days, so there's just yeah. enough rest between the two. So. I've done that as well. I had a rest day over side of legs myself, yeah. and I quite enjoy that. Um, you know, especially when you're bringing up legs. Yeah, I think it's quite it's quite a good one to maximise them and maybe have you know some refeeds around that mm-hmm. if you're in a deficit, um, but you've got weak legs. You know, I would then look to do, you know, refeed before refeed after. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. You know, and then we'll go low, the other calories the other times. But, you know, legs, because, you know, everyone, if you ask about doms, the doms that seem to hang around for the longest <laughs> yeah. time are the legs. And, it's, you know, people who work really hard, you know, the people who do work legs tend to go, uh, yeah. guys who don't really work legs, they just don't work them so it's yeah. not a thing but when you meet someone who goes oh yeah I love squatting there's a habit of going almost too hard oh yeah Big time. and therefore you, you know without having those rest days either side you know you're just digging yourself into a hole that you may not be able to recover out of yeah yeah, yeah. very true I, I would say though if you're looking to grow your legs like at least two sessions a week I yeah. find people who do push pull legs and only get like one leg session in, and especially if you're not doing like deadlifts in a pull, that's not going to be enough. You just can't get in enough volume on. Yeah, you yeah. Know, all you your know, parts. You, you don't necessarily need to do push pull leg. Like, yeah, I would do. So <clears> I would probably do it. You know, legs push pull, rest, but legs again. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And but yeah, as I do with a lot of my class, you know, beginning week you do your push pull legs, rest day when you do up and lower. Yeah. 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 That was that was a good one. I remember doing that. And and I yeah. think again like I remember one program. It was like legs three times a week and I just <laughs> could never recover. So well, I that's think the thing with like a lot of uh, wellness athletes. Yeah. That's what they do. But yeah. they will do it maybe one up a day for the whole week. But then it's train off so legs it'd be legs off, legs off. Uh Upper, yeah, so the last lower. legs you pair with an upper. Yeah. So you do following up, so you have them day off. Mm. So, you that, know. That can, that can work. And often, like, one of those days will be probably, I would say, like, a higher volume day, like high reps. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, but still you have to program that pretty carefully to yeah. avoid fatigue. I think with wellness, you can get away with separating your yes. quad and glute days because you're training your legs all week. Yeah, mm. yeah. Then, so, then, yeah, then you'd then you'd be okay, but I, yeah. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to no. do that. Yeah, no, exactly. I would it's miss a up a body. That's yeah. a very specific mm-hmm. thing. You know, it's not, it's not the sort of thing people should be doing unless no. you're aiming just to do wellness. Yeah, do some horse legs. Exactly. And I think, I guess that's why. Also, same same case goes for people with like weaker legs. It's Monday, Tuesday, when it's like chest, arms, you know, everything you're doing is upper. And then one measly day for legs. And it's like, if you're... Exactly. Tra- yeah. That's exactly. not... Frequencies, that's not bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, you know, that's the thing. Like, that's the problem with uh, the bro, pro split. Yeah. Is that it, you know, you do more upper. 
because mm. you're breaking it out mm. and less less legs you know and then so it's all right if you've got good legs but if yeah. you don't you know that should be you need yeah, that's why push pull legs or even upper lower splits work really well for legs yeah because you get a bit more frequency yeah you can do lower upper rest lower upper and throw another lower in if you want to split the last two into hamstrings and quads yeah, yeah, because yeah, if you if you split it, then I think that would yeah. that would work. Yeah, because it's 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 a bit sad, you know, how the well the body is take three D and then you cut it in half, back and front. People tend to look at upper like that, like you have your back, you have your back day, triceps and and then chest day, your push, and then when it comes to legs, it's just cut across. It's like legs. I'll just cramp everything into it because it's hard. Throw in a bit of hamstrings throw, instead of. This is the thing. I think a lot of people don't understand. You know the point you're making here is, you know, with legs, people just think, you know, just throw the kitchen sink at it in one session yeah. and it's fine. Right? But the fact is, you know, a lot of people spend a lot of time doing either isolation or just focusing on something like squatting. Thinking, oh, I do squat, but I hit every bit of my leg. Well, no, not necessarily, depending on how you squat. Yeah. This is what people don't realise. They're like, oh, I'm just going to do squats because I, I target all my legs. Yeah, 10 so sets. I just do, you know, pretty much just session squats, yeah. Maybe do then do some... Leg you know, extension. Leg extension. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to get a pump of the end. <laughs> and, and, you know, and as you say, we can joke about it because it is so common. Yeah. But the reality is, unless, you know, what type of squatter you are, unless you're a perfect squatter, yeah, you probably won't be hitting every bit of your leg yeah, yeah. equally. Yeah. No, yeah. no, and it's and then again, like it was the thing of beating. Like the adductors are so important. Like you know, trying to hit those. Sometimes there just like isn't time in one session to get everything. everything. So I I really think like that that twice a week is really good. And then you can you know if quads are your focus, you can begin each of those you know with a quad mm-hmm. movement. Or if glutes and hammies are your focus, you begin with those, those with those. Um, I, I was going to say something and I've forgotten. Oh, yes, yeah, single leg movements. Most people do not like those, but I think they are so, so effective. Um, and I, I did a whole, quite a long time without doing any barbell back squats, but I did a lot of rear foot elevated split squats. Didn't lose any strength yeah, in, squat, in, in the barbell back oh, squats. I do a lot of split squats. I do yeah. a lot of, in my programming for people, a lot of split squats, a lot of Bulgarian mm-hmm. split squats. Yeah, um, but... Even myself, I prefer doing things like single leg extensions. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, double leg extensions because where I've got one knee's worse than the other, mm. I don't want my better leg to... You know, yeah, to take everything. Well, it's so, it's so important. Take the strength. Yeah. And I do, when I do both, you know, it will. Uh, you can know the difference. It will. It's just yeah. automatic. Yeah. You know? So. No, so important for the for imbalances. Yeah. Um, to do those and, like I maybe I'm weird, but I can I can reverse lunge more than I can squat happily. Like a squat yeah. just mentally for me, no, but a heavy reverse lunge. That's no the thing, problem. It's because the way your body's built, the way you squat, you know, it could be a massively different. You know, change. I used to be able to squat lots of weight. But I'm a massive back squatter. I, mm. I squat like a power lifter, which isn't building any quad, yeah. really. Yeah. Yeah. I fold like, you know, at my hip. It's a giant hip hinge. Mm. <laughs> you know? yeah. And that's why if I am squatting, I have to heel elevate. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah it's it's like well, which is also another maybe we'll talk about. It's like one of those things people find like it, it's bad, but heel elevation is just it's like another tool. It's like using yeah. straps for deadlifts. You're building people muscle. People think it's bad. Like it's like why? I just think they can't be asked. Yeah, it's one of those to like, set it up. Or buy, or buy wedges. You can just put a. You can put small plates. Yeah. Anyway, they two point five kg plates. Yeah. Perfect. And it's. It makes such the, a difference. It does. Like. Like I'm, I would say, like you're a good squatter, but, but still, if you just see the angle of when you elevate your heels, it's it's, it's amazing. It, it really makes that difference. And but knee gets just comes further forwards, and yeah. if you've got like you know, I don't have the best ankle mobility. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It's been, it's been worse. I've actually worked on it a lot over the years. Yeah. Um, but because of the way I squatted for years before working my ankle mobility, mm. it's very almost a set path yeah. in my mind. Yeah. So if I don't heel elevate, I don't get that extra ankle mobility and get that knee moving forward enough. Yeah. And so, you know, I very rarely squat, to be honest, nowadays. Mm. Not, you know, only because I'll only ever heel elevate squat. And I, I like to do it. I tend to, you know, it's probably because my knees are bad. I tend to do it in a Smith machine now, yeah. a free weight. It's even harder. Goes wrong. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. I've always had pretty decent legs, and that's rugby, I think, more than anything. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think for me, you, know, you I've, I've worked out that squatting conventionally just wasn't, I wasn't getting enough benefit from it. Like, you know, mainly mm. back in glutes and, you know, hamstrings a little bit you know but mainly probably it's all in the hip hinge so mm. a bit of hamstring a bit of glute and i've got better hip hinge movements to do you know, yeah i love yeah. doing an rdl from a hip hinge yeah exactly you wouldn't do a squat for a hip hinge no, yeah. <laughs> and, you, and that's the thing you find most people can't engage the squat very well just because of like ankle mobility and 100 or shoulder mobility else. yeah or if, like, yeah i think yeah. squatting is pretty Even advanced holding the bar yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. it's very advanced and it's I mean, so it's for your legs. I mean, we guess we're going into exercise selection now, yeah. but it, I think it's so important to to know your body and like know your, you know, just certain ratios. Like some people with really long femurs, mm-hmm. they don't squat well, um, you know, and just really understanding understand what works for you, um, and then you know, I guess we'll go into it. But you know, utilizing machines free weights and speciality bars and then adding in things like your wedges you know it can really change the game for you um in terms of of building of building your legs so yeah. well i think we're, we're talking about quads anyway so like top top quad exercises and it's squat not necessarily a squat yeah. no but it, it's the same it's, it's why because everyone asks me oh why don't you use a barbell for back squat you know things like, why do you heel elevate and i'm like it's not because I can do it like very well. I'm, I'm my mobility, everything yeah. is fine. But I'm trying to hit a certain muscle effectively exactly. as best as I can. So it's just simple tools like the safety squat bar just keeps me yeah. in a nice. That's a great it's like bar. doing a goblet in a way, but it, it just keeps my sho- keeps me from thinking about my shoulders. If, yeah, if, you if can you've say got that. bad mobility in your shoulders, yeah. like you're not going to enjoy a squat. Try that. Yeah, and it's. It's one of those just using simple tools to help you 
engage the, the muscles. The problem with the safety squat bar is people think it's going to weigh the same as the Yeah, it's. <laughs> we put the same amount of weight on them, we're going to lift them, we're like, oh, oh I've, I've, I've done that. So oh, wow. <laughs> it's, 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 it's quite something. It's, it's uh, true. But I haven't used a, like a barbell for ages. I've always used the, the, the safety bar. And yeah. like at the moment, what I do um, are just those safety bar sit squats. Um, mm. I find those are a really great variation, especially during pregnancy. Yeah, I um, you know, it's clients. much. It's just you've got that stability there. If you need a little rest at the bottom, yeah. <laughs> you can take it. Um, but it's it is a good one. It's not necessarily <laughs> like the best quad builder because I find for quads, like you really want to go into that knee flexion, knee over toe. Mm. Um, but it's it's just good for you know overall overall strength in your legs there um and it can because you're not going so low it can be good for the glutes um but yeah i do that that's what i'm currently doing but more so just because just because of pregnancy and i feel safer doing that than uh you know with without the 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 bench there one thing is i like to do with um you know i was just having a conversation i was just on feet checking feedback last night and we were talking about because there's no leg press at a gym, so mm. we asked to make a point in squats. So, yeah, let's do squats. And so we've gone to heel elevator. You go, okay, so, you know, I want to work on, you know, my depth and stuff. So I said, look, let's strip it right back. Start off maybe with a, a box squat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But find a slightly low, if you've got a slightly lower yeah. bench in mm-hmm. a gym, start with that one. And let's just start there and do, you know, a couple of weeks using a bench then remove it, and then, you know, and then you should feel a bit more confident yeah. you know, to keep your heels elevated. Yeah. Because I think the box squats actually a great exercise for, one, building confidence, especially for people fresh into the gym. Yep. You know, building confidence with that squat, working on patterns of movement, because try to explain to someone, you know, squatting is... I think you're sitting down, you know, you're like... Mm. Yeah, sit, but don't like, sit. Like, if you want to lift a lot of weight, yeah, you can fold like a scissor lift. Yeah. You know, but it's not going to target your quads as much because, you know, every bit of your body's folding. So, but, so if, you're, you know, we're targeting your quads, you know, let's think about actually sitting down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Squat. No, it's, then, you know, yeah. go from there. I agree. I do that with a lot of beginners. But even if you aren't a beginner, it no, be a good one. No, this guy's one. not a beginner. Yeah, be a good one to just put back in and yeah just if you are a bit nervous of squats such a good one to do but again like if you are thinking more quad you know really look at in that heel elevation you can get wedges uh you yeah. can get them made we have a good uh fundi if you want one let us know yeah. um or like andy said just get the 2.5 kilo plates they're so good but yeah. i prefer like two individual plates rather than one yeah yeah because then you can really optimize your squat stance position which yeah. is also quite key yeah. and some people are uh, prefer it wider i'm actually quite now na- i have quite a narrow stance in my squat um so you know there's so much to play with with a squat the um, only thing is once you start getting wider you start hitting your adductors yeah the squat and i've seen actually majority of torn adductors from doing really wide. wide heavy squats yeah, just straight out going mm. like yeah i'm just gonna not like not even a sumo squat mm. where they're like expecting ah, really okay. wide but just like slightly too wider mm. oh, yeah, for yeah. the bar path and you know i've seen it a couple of times so you're like well you know you kind of 
Yeah, it's just not. You had to prep your body for it. You had, mm. you know, like with so most people get like with me when I'm going into the gym to do legs, I use and say we're, we're looking at quad focus. I still start with hamstring curl and knee extensions generally yeah. to pre-exhaust a little bit, so I don't have to go crazy heavy on any sort of squatting movement or leg press. <clears throat> and with that, but a lot of people I see might just go straight to the rack. Yeah. You know, I like to make sure my knees are, and, you know, and they, you know, are full of blood and they're warmed up and there's no real fluids, nice and, you know, fluid. So mm-hmm. important. I think that, and there's, those are two easy exercises to do. If yeah. you, if you don't have access to them, um, you know, there's, dumbbell, there's like for hamstring curls. Yeah. Dumbbell or even just like an elevated yeah. glute bridge, but more of a hamstring focus. Yeah. Nice. I like single leg curls. step downs, Swiss ball curls. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Swiss ball curls. Yeah, yeah. just get there's, higher ups in. And there's lots of activation as well you can do. Even when you first get to gym, just almost walking to the machine, you can actually do a body weight lunge all the way to mm-hmm. the rack, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, and start thinking about, you know, walking lunging with no weight, just nice and yeah, easy. I, I, used to, I used to like that. Like when we were... You remember Trojan, there was like the lane between the weights and yeah. the treadmills. And yeah, we did that with Harry a lot. Just just walk, lunge, you know, 10. Yeah, uh, body weight is great. Yeah, do some leg swings. Yeah. yeah. But do, I think before heavy, heavy squats, heavy deadlifts, like do something. Um, yeah. And, you know, even like some adductor work, I think can be really good beforehand. Oh, I agree. I do yeah. think, actually a lot of, I like <laughs> to do a lot of the isolations early on, mm-hmm. just to walk yeah. You yeah. Know, things like inductors, you know, again, as I say, you see people tear because they've never worn the inductors. They might, at most, and these, then quads might be, you know, warmed up from the 10 minutes they spent on a walking yeah, think, on a treadmill or something. But they, they're not, you know, warmed everything else. And that's why things tear. Yeah, it's the one machine uh, I really miss. It's, yeah, it's a bit it's, silly buying it, you know, on its <laughs> own because you just, it's adductor, adduct, hip adduction and abduction and it's like you're thinking oh, is it you know it's it's not really worth it if you're on a sort of budget like sadly or not home gym. You, there's other stuff you <laughs> yeah can do. Like, but yeah it if is you, useful if you can access it in the gym i find just yeah, don't neglect it. with that, it's not just for chicks yeah. half the problem is that's i was gonna say that's half the problem <laughs> trying to get yeah. on one yeah there's only a queue of women and that's all we do scrolling so ig doing you know glute abductions yeah, it's like <laughs> and always doing the abduction yeah, yeah, never the like, adduction. Yeah, which is like almost the most pointless bit of the whole. It, the whole it, it really out, is. Yeah. It's it's, yeah, it's too funny. But if you can do it, or Copenhagen planks are good. They're um, brutal. We used to have like that Pilates <laughs> wheel. That's actually quite good. Yeah. Or even just if you have a, a slam ball, you can squeeze it between your legs. Um, yeah. There's I've there's lots of the, stuff to do. I've just been doing side lunges. Too. Side lunges are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, body weight sumos. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Warm up. So I think warm up for squats. Just think adductors, hamstrings. Even if it's not hamstring focused, get those in. Like Andy said, that's really important. And and then some kind of just yeah quad movement, extensional flexion, just to get that blood flowing. Again, yeah. I just like to pre-exhaust yeah. things as well. So the fact is, because I don't want to overly load any of my you know, this is a personal thing for me. I don't yeah. want to overly load my legs straight up first exercise yeah also like to build into that yeah. so i don't have to lift heavy yeah also when you guys were saying about box squat i was going to say 
that's one of the ways I used to work on adding weight. Like say I did 100 kilos, good reps. And next time I want to try 110 or 120. And naturally, just mentally, there's, I'm a bit scared. Yeah. I'd do a few sessions with that weight where I'd still do the 100 full-on reps and uh, yeah. full range of motion. And then I'd like a box cut with the heavier weights at the end just to, just to prepare my mind for weeks into getting into that weight. So I've found even clients... They they find they can do a weight later on after a while, but and then it's it's more like, why was I scared of it? And it's just that building up with 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 slower movements and box squat. I find are very very good when it comes to that. Just getting into that mindset that I I can progress with the weight and I can still be able to do more reps, you know, for hypertrophy or whatever strength. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people can implement that to to just add increase weight. Instead of always having to struggle to do a full, you know, squat and you're just not into it, you're scared, you're not really in that, you, you, it doesn't doesn't hurt to use it to take time and um, use it yeah. to build up. Yeah. 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 I mean, other, other moves I like are front, back foot elevated, front heel elevated split squats. Yeah. Um, and then a back foot elevated split squat but with a shorter stance to get quads so yeah if it is a quad focused day i'd probably do those two either either like a a sit squat or one of those variations and like all of those are working quads in in like a flexion so i do like to do leg extensions because that's not working them at extension in their contracted position um and like yeah one exercise i hate that people do a lot is front squats yeah, maybe because there's, there's so much to think about when you're doing it, like balancing a bar, your shoulders, it's like your you know, mobility, your mobility. It's just like, right, you know, I could get. I spent so much time now trying to balance this bar on my chest, yeah. get my hands in the right position, locking it in, or, or crossing my arms and hoping it stays in yeah. perfect position and doesn't move as I'm squatting. It's just for me the most pointless exercise because I can't focus on the actual lift yeah really. you're just you're, you're thinking about you? crap i hope the weight doesn't fall no. yeah. or you see people with the worst mobility here and you're like that's just yeah. it's like it's not a optimal lot of, a lot of gym instructors seem to love getting people to do it and i'm yeah. like it, there's so many um, better movements out there if you're not a weightlifter, i think front squats mm-hmm. are pointless to be honest yeah. it's where we i guess we talk about specificity is mm-hmm. the word yeah. and yeah, you're trying to grow muscle you're trying to move as efficient and effective as possible this is not for it, it, it just wouldn't work your your delts and arms and will probably tire. yeah tire before the muscle does so yeah. if you're Just not out. yeah if you're not weightlifting and prioritizing that mobility to be able to get into like i guess it's a push jerk or mm. uh you know a jerk into a squat yeah. yeah. Stop. It's, it's, it's a waste like of time. <laughs> but I'll tell you on the flip side that what's a very underrated exercise that I love. Sissy squats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our love favorite. a sissy squat. So good. Sissy benches, love them. Yeah. yeah. The good I, always, I finish up a lot of my quad focus sessions with a good sissy squat with some ISO holds. And I yeah. think that's good overall for like your knee health. Yes. Like the tendons as well. Um 
especially like if you're doing holes those are really really good yeah and there was uh one of the uh don't know which i uh, don't remember the actual coach but just research and they were showing how it also targets a bit of the source that just that stretching when you're mm-hmm. down mm-hmm. and it's a good uh was saying if you're uh, it's a strength therapist coach I, I'll, I'll remember the handle but it's like if you have uh you know feeling like i guess you know your source is tight or you're feeling that pain you can just iso hold in like sissy position and it really yeah. it really gets your source so when you're one. doing a yeah. sissy it is it's a small muscle but it it can affect a well, lot of your lifts no, too no we've spoken mm. about it i get really tight psoas mm. because, yeah. and i think it's because of a bad knee i used to yeah where it connects to you know the lowest or back mm-hmm. portion pelvis yeah. across there you know it is tight um so yeah i get a lot of benefit from it and it's a hard muscle to it work. is <laughs> yeah it's yeah deep and it's hard to sort out yeah and i mean okay this sort of going off track a bit but hip flexors i think it's the one that people always are like oh they're tight they must be you know I've got to just stretch them, but they're often weak. So doing some form of hip flexor, because that will also get the psoas too. Um, that would I would do in the beginning. Um, yeah. But just just something to think, if you're someone who's always complaining about hip flexors, like being tight, maybe go and strengthen them a bit. But uh, sorry, that was just a, yeah. a little side note there. And I, I think you mentioned something <clears> where I think uh, it's a good one, just a tip for people where if you're targeting quads, it's more knee flexion. So mm-hmm. I guess yeah. knee over toes mostly. Yeah. And if you're looking to get more of your glutes, you know, take take longer steps. So when you're doing, I guess, lunges and stuff like that, you can just use those two to keep in mind, yeah. depending on what you're trying to work. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and again, you know, if if there's something you're trying to grow, you don't, you know, you figure out the volume that works for you. Like for me, high volume does not grow my legs. Like, I need to go heavy. It's just how it is. So you kind of have to figure that out for yourself, how that works. Um, But just remember, I think some people can get, like Andy said in the beginning, get really carried away training legs. You know, you want to be able to recover. So, you know, I just do two sets. I keep my intensity pretty high. Perfect. You don't need to be doing hundreds. I play around with it a lot. But it's like you've said, when... There's those days, don't know, maybe there's some carbex in the training, had extra rice, do two extra sets, and the next day it's like, oh my gosh, am I catching a flu? Or, and it's yeah. that. I, Post-leg day flu yeah. is real. <laughs> and it's because I know, and I'm like, I can always you go back and hard. be like, oh, those, those two sets, and then, you know, yeah. I did an extra CC set, and, and I know it's going to happen. If it doesn't happen, I'm like, ooh, okay, maybe I've you know, broken into a new threshold or baseline or whatever, but most of the time, it's like Andy said, there's that one set you've done, it feels amazing, you're like, okay, you know, the logbook says two, but it's just a guide, so I'm, I'm going to do two extra. And most of the time, the next day, it's yeah, always so like, just Ooh. manage that volume. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people I know who have DOMS up until the next leg day, and you're like, yeah, you that's... know, you're not really... You're not recovering, are you? Not effective. And we all used <laughs> yeah. to, you know, it used to be the same when I was younger. It'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm doms. Well, I only went don't away you... just before last training session. Yeah. It was like a badge of honour, but it's like, well, because you do yeah. too much. Yeah. Not too much. It's like now, dom's chasing. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, it is. And, 
I mean, I actually have to be really careful because, you know, everyone thinks three days a week is like, you know, taking a step back, but I have to be really careful, like, because it'll be lower focus, upper focus, lower focus. On that thir- on the middle day, I have to keep the the leg workout a lot lighter. Otherwise, there's just doms the whole week, which is not good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but into, into uh, hamstrings yeah. and... I mean, I think hamstrings are interesting because, you know, a lot of people don't deadlift and have great hamstrings. So don't feel you have to deadlift to get good hamstrings because, and it depends what type of deadlift you do. If you're trying to ham, um, there's no one exercise for everyone. Yeah. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to get good quads. You don't have to deadlift to get good hamstrings. You know, you don't have to chest press to get good pecs yeah everyone's different and very I, true and i very guess true. that's where some most times a coach comes in well because they you know outside looking in and they can tell you okay you know you've been doing back squats too long or front squats or whatever and you switch and maybe you're doing uh hack squats and just cc squats or maybe leg extension and you find you're improving better than when you are thinking, you know, I must barbell squat. So don't don't be afraid yeah, to change Yeah, and a lot up. of people just can't deadlift for whatever reason. Um, I yeah. personally love deadlifting. Uh, I'm more into conventional deadlifts right now. But in general, a conventional deadlift will be more, more leg overall rather than just like a glute or hamstring. If you're doing a Romanian deadlift, that is going to be a lot more glutes and hamstring. And then if you're doing a stiff leg deadlift, more hamstring still. But I would say that's quite advanced. And a lot of people kind of need to work their way up to doing that. Um, because they can... RDL, I think, is my go-to. I think generally... Yeah, generally I... I see, you know, I see a lot of women make one mistake with deadlift. They only do some sort of sumo deadlift. Ah, the yeah. range of motion is like two inches. Mm, I don't. <laughs> I like, really don't understand. You know, I hate don't sumos. Realize you're doing. You know, with that, you're only doing a tiny portion. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, yes, you can lift more weight doing that. Well done. That's because your range of motion is two inches. Yeah. You know, um. Pro, you know, problem with deadlifts is everyone's different how they lift, and you know, people get different get different benefits from it. Yep. If some people are very leg, are big leg drivers, I think we talked about this last mm. week on back, mm-hmm. and don't get so much from their back because they drive so hard into the ground with their legs, it's almost like a squat variation. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all down to where your shoulders are over the bar versus you know where the bar is. If your bar's against your shins, but you're quite upright when you start your squat, you, you know, it's all leg drive and you narrow down your hip hinge element. Um, some people are all back mm-hmm. and literally just yank it off the floor using back power, and you know, which is for most people is unwise because you know you, you know you care about back pretty good. But some people have got really strong backs, and it's probably not gonna hurt them. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so it's important to know one a bit like squats, what type of you know deadlifter you are. To see which day, you, if you really want to do deadlifts, which day you should pull it on. Yeah. Like for me, I really like to use RDLs because I can really then focus on those glutes and hamstrings. Yeah. 
like I feel it. I think for me, re- you know, the RDL's great for glutes. Like really fit yeah. it in my really. top end, top portion of my hamstring and right in my glutes. Yeah. yeah. No, I I agree. I think for most people, RDL's the way to go. Um, yeah. And and then again, you can now decide between, you know, trap bars are amazing. You don't need to, you know, use a bar, normal barbell. You know, you can use dumbbells. There's so many variations. I like a single leg deadlift. Those are really good as well. Um, and I like a split stance then. Split stance ones. Both. Like, split stance is nice because then you're not worried too much about your balance and you're still getting good benefits for single leg. But if you want to throw in some balance there... Actually, I do single leg, but I hold the... The yeah, the squat <clears throat> so there's it's no balance but no. I, I really i really like that so that's that's a big one i don't that enjoy I do. it you, you don't she, <laughs> she never do yeah, she makes me do the single leg they're they're, they're brutal and it's, i think you have to really <laughs> reduce your weight yeah like, and then it's one of those also, yeah you've got to be learned yeah i'm like i like, don't want to do this yeah because she's like try it and i'm like in my head i'm thinking but there's more <laughs> options that wouldn't you know destroy me so they're, they're a good challenge for they're, a lot of they're people. They're good, and they're I think, really you nice. know, if you've never done, like, a single leg posterior oh, chain yeah. movement, throw them in. Try you know, them. maybe start with that split stance, staggered stance one, um, you know, with dumbbells uh, or even the trap bar. It's really good. Um, then you can even do, like, deficit versions, which are really good. I'm very flexible with my hamstrings, so I generally, and I'm short. So to get a proper range of motion for myself, I generally have to be elevated and do a deficit. So, yeah, and there's... There's so much that you can play around with those. Yeah, um, and my hamstrings are quite flexible, so I actually mm. get a lot of benefit from the deficit one. Yeah, that's that's what I was saying. There's you see a lot of people adding, you know, the extra range of motion for deficits, and they there's no reason to. So they don't even do it. That is the funniest yeah, thing that don't. you see on Instagram, and then that. They just, they don't even go below, like, the deficit. No, I like, know. It's like, I've seen that. I've seen people who can't even touch their toes. Yeah, doing no, it, no, like. I don't. So it's one of those, don't just add stuff because yeah. you've seen it. It's, yeah. There's a reason. <laughs> you know, some people oh. are just shorter or uh, longer limbs, but just more more flexible. So Yeah, so just don't help. just do things because they look yeah. cool. Like, ha- have, have a, like, you can do phases of them and, like, have a phase where you do deficit work. So. Yeah. But don't just throw it in there. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. I, you know, I like, uh, you know, I do think the trap bar is great for leg focused deadlifting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you do really Keep... work on that drive, and that, and that is generally that will get you a lot of quad activation as well. Yeah. Yeah, you, you can't um, even do squats yeah. with them, yeah. Mm. Like uh, you can't stay upright. You know, mm-hmm. I, for yeah. for hamstrings, you mm-hmm. know, for deadlifting. Because you can actually position those dumbbells in the perfect place. Yeah. Sometimes people don't, you know, way their body's built, trying to get a bar, bar path perfect to their body's hard. So with a dumbbell, you can actually get a nice natural position of where your arms fall, where your body moves. Yeah. Those, those, you, yeah. you don't really have to bring them forward all the time. You and especially when, yeah, when, you're, when you're pregnant. Dumbbells are very good <laughs> when you when you when you get bigger. And you, it's easier set up. Oh, so much easier, yeah. <laughs> Except when you use heavy ones, like I remember, like because then I'd have to, I'd like try and put them up on a bench, and it, it was quite tiring. But I, I really do. Like, I think, yeah, they are very underrated. Everyone thinks again that it's the easy way out to use dumbbells, but go heavy, like. Yeah. 
Go heavy, get straps. They're really great. They're really great. Um, no, dumbbells are good. They're good. Yeah. Um, yeah, dumbbell RDL is great. You, you, as you said, you can use a bench to put the weight on. Mm. Just start position and then just lower yourself down from there. Mm-hmm. So try them. Um, mm. And then, of course, all kinds of hamstring curl machines, like the standing one is really good. I like that a lot. Um, the lying one is good. Then you can do single leg variations. And if you've got the cool machines that can change the resistance, you know, know is it harder, you know, at the ones. top, if it's harder at the bottom, you've got so much yeah, to play around there. And again, like I, the, sorry, like the quad, say, you've got... I was say, yeah. when we're talking about laying versus sitting, I actually prefer for most people a seated hamstring mm. curl. Only because... You know, with the laying ones, too many people use their lower back. Yep. Yes, that's true. To generate it. And you know, I can watch it in any gym. I watch it on countless YouTube videos every day of people doing hamstring curls, laying hamstring curls, and flip, flipping like a bloody out of water orca. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's a case of, you know what I think for laying hamstring curls underrated is just a dumbbell one. You know, just a dumbbell hamstring curl. It's just can be a bit of a pain to set up. It's okay. such a pain to set up. But, but yeah. it does work your adductors as you try to hold them. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's true. You need something to help you. Too heavy. Yeah. Don't go too heavy with it. That's true. That's half the issue. Yeah, so. no, that's true. Oh, yeah, I learned. I used to I used to try go heavier, like I think the 30s. It, yeah, it was. And I just thought, you know what? I 20, have to 25. Do the 30s. Yeah. 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 Yeah, after that, my lower back, always. And then when I started using 20s, even, you know, 20s, warm up with 10s, never yeah. had any sort of lower back. And uh, yeah. Because you can focus more on, your, on the actual hamstring yeah. rather than when it gets too heavy. And this is like laying hamstring curl machines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, know, you end up trying to get that weight moving. And, yeah. it's, and half the time, it's subconscious. Yeah. You know, you'll you'll back and just do it because it wants it to be moving. Yeah, um, and even you know, you know, no, I was going to say a lot of hamstring machines I noticed are not meant for tall people because I or short people. <laughs> yeah, I have to put <laughs> I I put like a towel under my knees just yeah. so you know end range, the weights are not resetting or sort of. Yeah. Like it's like there's no tension, so I, yeah. I have to raise my knees and yeah, and your legs are way bent by the time it's getting any tension. Yeah, and then yeah. another towel or hoodie for the hips just to keep them on yeah. the bench because obviously the I machine have to is put a mat, roll the mat up, yeah. yes, like a yoga mat. And... Yeah, yeah, because it's it's not meant for shorter people and taller people. It's I don't know. I can say average. Bench, <laughs> wrong angle on the bench. Yeah, you know? yeah, it could be frustrating. That's, issue, you know? that's why seated. Always works. It's, it's I like the standing really one as well. And yeah, sta- well, standing is yeah. really good, but there's a lot less of them. Or kneeling. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. And because yeah. um, I think yeah. the seated one though, you can really lock in. Yeah, you feel secure. Yeah, tall or yeah. short, it's really good. It's easy yeah, I agree. To, to set up, yeah. And I guess finally to end with glutes and uh, oh, yeah. speak controversial here. I really don't like hip thrusts. <laughs> mm. <laughs> There's such well, a pain in the ass to set up. Set you up. know what? Yeah, that's the only reason I, I tend not to program them for myself. Such a pain. Like, I can't be bothered to set up a hip thrust. Another, Unless it's a hip thrust machine in the gym. That's what I'm saying. Another, another, would be another useless buy next to the adductor one we need. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it, just, I just think it's there's... just one machine for, for one movement. And actually, a lot of people don't fit in them well. 
But I would just say there's so many other better glute builders. People get obsessed yeah. with hip thrusts. Like an RDL. A reverse lunge. Yeah, a deficit reverse lunge. Um, yeah, I agree with you. Split I think squats. for actually building, they're not. They're, they're, a, they're a leg extension of the glute. Yeah, <laughs> good one. Good one. True. They are. You know, yeah. you're not going to build it much from it. They're great for getting a glute pump. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But watching people do them, a lot of it's back because they put themselves so far on the bench yeah. anyway. Or too far off, you know. It's one of two things. They're not really driving with the front of the whole body up, you know. Yeah. Just squeeze the quad, you know, the glutes to bring the bar yeah. up. Um, for me, as I say, you know, look, there's way better ones. You know, RDL. Even the um, what's it called? I want to say Romanian chair, but uh, hamstring extension um, chair. Oh yeah, you sort of yeah, lean over oh, yeah. Just hold the plane. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, again, you know, it's like Hyper a support hip hinge. Yep. Yeah. Those are so good. Agreed. I think... You re-squeeze your glutes on the top, you know, as you're yeah. bringing, you know, lifting your body up. You know, don't go too heavy and weight, start with body weight. Yeah. These things, you know, are probably better builders. Say RDL, for me, is probably the best glute builder. Yeah. For me, it's it's lunge variations. Those will get my yeah. glutes like nothing else, like heavy reverse lunges or a sort of a glute biased split squat. So good. Yep. So make those the bread and butter of your glute building and then, you know, have hip thrusts or glute kickbacks, glute medius kickbacks. You know, those are the those yeah. are the icing up yeah. there. They shouldn't be the main course for building glutes. Yeah, the, they could be like, you could use them, yeah, like the end or like um, what Andy said. They're like the leg extensions. Mm -hmm. You can use them yeah. to warm up, you know, get blood in there. It's a very yeah, short movement. When you're programming, it's like... Look, how, how are we programming your legs? You know, there's a lot going on there. You know, what's going to give you more bang for your buck? Yep. If you're just doing a whole leg day, you know, be it a lower day, or if it's a total body workout, you're not going to bother putting in hip thrust. No. If you're exactly, short on time, yeah. you're not going to bother with hip thrust because it takes 20 minutes to set, <laughs> set up. You know, so you're better off putting in... You know, I've got one client, she loves hip thrust, so we keep them in for her. But she, she's always saying, I can do hip thrust, and I'm like, we'll stick them in. But <laughs> they're not all that, you know. Um, you know, for me, it's just one exercise, you know. In a lower day, though, you know, you can probably get more benefit from sticking the RDL in or a lunging, yeah. you know, a lunging exercise, because it will work the other things, you know, without just, like, you know, let's say, Hip thrust can be very isolating, but uh, you know, you, so is a kickback. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like they're not going. You know, we don't need to put them in really if you're short on time. Yeah, think of all the exercises that work your hamstrings and glutes together. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh... agree. I I do like a, a single leg hip thrust just to work on imbalances or a staggered stance one. I think those are quite. Those can be quite good. But again, like it wouldn't be my main move. Be like at the end, or even like a an activation. activation yeah, mm. activation. Yeah. 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 I think I use them in the beginning with clients, but just very light. Nothing. Nothing too crazy. Yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of people also have trouble mentally connecting to their glutes. Like they just can't. 
feel them or you know if you put your hand on your glute you can you can move it some people just can't do that so <laughs> if that's you like hip thrusts are going to do nothing you're going to be using your quads you're going to be using your, your hamstrings back. so you know i think a lot of the time like you need to build that kind of connection but in the meantime you know be doing be doing those bread and butter movements well, for your amazing. glutes and i think you're really right there i think this is where a lot of women fall into charity because they got big bum good glute muscles <laughs> half the time it's just you're depositing fat there and actually you have little mind muscle connection with your glute you can't tense it you can't tense it you know it's almost pointless for you you can't mm. squeeze and feel your, your bum closing together yeah. you tense it you know you're not doing it and you know i think when we're looking at a full lower session you gotta prioritize you know decide what you're prioritizing if you are prioritizing glutes Look at you know, st- you know, doing the warm ups we talked about, and then getting into a, you know, lunge variation on RDL early on, you know, after your warm up, you know, because and then move down hamstrings and finish up with some quads just to tie up the legs, and then on your next leg session, flip it round, start with the quads. Yeah, I think that's a very good tip because I was the same when I was younger. I thought. All leg days must start with quads and end with calves. And I did that for, I'd say, maybe even two, three years of being like a beginner. And it's like you said, there's nothing wrong. I want to grow glutes. Keep the glutes first. You're, you're good with your quads. Keep them last. Like you can switch it. Like there's no rule. And uh, you yeah, learn that over time. Calves, don't save them for the end of the session. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, and that's something like most men do yeah. and I still do it I always forget to yeah, it's just, it. they're like oh I forgot to do my cast quick where's the machine yeah, I, <laughs> I try to start with them when the doctors because, yeah, you, but yeah. you're, you're very good you always yeah. start with your calves problem is if I start with calves what I often find is like I'm knackered oh, yeah. <laughs> like halfway through I feel like oh everything's sort of tight I don't know. <laughs> even with the doctors it's like oh last yeah in case you do, you know, you have a logbook. Yeah, last time I did 80 for 12. Then now you're getting to 8 and it's like, oh yeah, you you, you just start with the adductors and it, it just feels different. Because that happened when I, when I went to Smart Gym and they had the machines. So I was able to just hit my seated calf superset with the, um, the abductors when, and the adductors when there was no one. And then I'd get to the squat and it's like, okay, this this is humbling. This is tired now, yeah. <laughs> Everything yeah, is. Yeah, so yeah, pl- play around with it. Don't don't be scared. You, you... I think adductors is one thing people do forget. And actually, I was having this conversation yesterday at uh, jujitsu where I took Kaya. There's a one lad there who's really good at doing um, triangle where you use your legs, get the head in there, yeah. put it down, and try choke on between your your your, your thighs essentially. Yeah. But you can never get him to tap out. And I said, it's because his legs are too skinny. I said, what ah, happens is he's, he's got no adductors. Yeah. So actually with a lot of gap in between his legs. He can't squeeze and... So ah. when the head's there, there's nothing, there's yeah. nothing you know, pressing on the neck. I said, yeah, if he worked on his adductors... He'd be lethal. You know, there'd That's... be a lot less space in that thing. So when he gets it on... Yeah. He just so flexes his adductors and you're gone. Because people do... Like, guys forget their adductors a lot. Mm. Women over-focus on adductors. 
action as an exercise, but without realising what it's truly doing. Yeah, they're doing it to slim their thighs. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, no. look, you know and, I've, and one of the funniest things I've seen is someone once was talking about thigh gaps, trying mm. to have a thigh gap. And then I was just watching a, a video in post of them doing abductions. It's like, that's going to build them. <laughs> yeah, I know, it's like, oh, I don't understand. That's uh, not going to work there. It's <laughs> like, so the opposite. Yes. So it is knowing. It is knowing, I mean, getting a coach to help you, at least initially, understanding what your goal is and how best to get there and draw the roadmap yeah. and continue on. Because so many people just jump in and don't know. And then there's a lot of trainers working in gyms who don't really care enough. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fact. They're just, yeah, let's just do these exercises. Yeah, just, yeah, don't let's understand. Do some, let's do some front squats. <laughs> Yeah, or, or, like most yeah. trainers aren't, don't even care about squats. How you do every piece of equipped machine that we don't have to yeah. yeah. We can just put a pin in. And that's, and that's the reality. When you're you know, working on gym floor all day and you're tired and stuff, yeah. and says, oh, can you, you know, take me for a session? You're like, oh. And especially for gym instructors who don't necessarily, they're not getting paid as a personal training session, it's like someone's induction into a gym. They yeah. really couldn't give a shit. People have to understand that. You know, you're just another person that yeah. means they have to do some work, so they're probably a bit annoyed by it. Yeah. Just walk around and chat to their mates. Yeah, walk, I remember working in the gym, and there were some days it did feel like that because a client would come, it's not a PT, and there's, you know, can you help me? And you just. Yeah, it's, you're gonna it, go it just happens, and you're like, okay, so. What, yeah, it's you know, Friday afternoon. You want to go home. Yeah, feel, like, they say I feel like some legs. It's you know, start with the extension, mm. hamstring curl, leg press. Yeah, easy. It's like yeah. you said, just put pin and stand. Exactly. <laughs> just wait for count, time to go. Count yeah. to ten. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's just it's, it's it's human nature. Sometimes yeah. the, the job is hard, or sometimes you find like they just don't care. So. Yeah. So if you're really serious, mm. get a coach. If you yeah. really want to, you know, develop your legs, get a coach because it isn't straightforward. It's not a simple thing. Sadly, not no. like for some people, you've got to work really hard. Like I've always yeah. wanted big ones. They eat. just don't. And this is where well, a lot of yeah. people were trying to build legs in a deficit. You yep. know, mm. um, and what you find is your weakest area shrinks mm. most in a deficit. You know, so. Hence what I'm saying about feeding your legs when you're in a deficit if you want to keep your legs. Yeah. Um, but yeah. the fact is, I see this with a lot of women saying, oh, I want more shapely legs, but you know, I want to lose body fat. So, well, pick your poison. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unless you're brand new to training, I always say this to people who haven't trained, they say, no, we will get some new games, but at some point you're going to have to decide what's more what important. Yeah. Building glutes and legs. Or losing body fat, you know, you have to have that choice. Yeah, no, I think that's a very key point. Probably a good place for us to end. Um, but hopefully that has been useful for you. And yeah, growing muscle is not easy. You have to be very strategic. You have to be on top of your nutrition and all of that other stuff. Patient. Um, and patient, yeah. <laughs> I mean, some people are genetic, you know, just yeah, yeah, those. not freaks, but yeah. just like like their legs are just great like leon's bum no. just grows yeah just has um, a bubble but it doesn't do yeah, it doesn't that, do anything well yeah, i mean that, that like he doesn't him thrust or anything he's just genetic whereas the calves i try avoid and then calves are just like nope we're gonna take everything so, further up yeah so you know for, for again like for leon he can do he can maintain his his legs on one session a week if he wanted 
because yeah. he's built them up to that place. So you know, it's it's there's there's a lot going on, as I'm sure you've yeah, picked it's, up. It's a very um, individual process. Yeah. yeah. But this is the end of uh, season nine. I can't believe that. Um, so yeah, we will catch you all in season ten. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.